Do you want to support Cross Atlantic Gaming? Go to our show notes today, click on CD Keys where you can get up to 90% of the best-selling video games. Go do it now. Risky, hit the intro. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 77 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week are my co-hosts Chocolate Bear. Hello, how you doing? Moose. What's up guys? And in our rotating fourth chair, community member Sweeney. The FIFA king himself. Hey guys, I have arrived. What's going on? How you doing Sweeney? It's been a while. I'm I'm good, thanks. Uh, Are you still FIFA king? I'd say so. Yes, I um, I gave Ryan a pound and eight eight one. Oh boy! Hatton, yeah, Hatton's had a good hiding off me also. An Eamster. Nobody else is stepping up for the challenge at the moment. So there you go, community. There's your challenge. Somebody take out the FIFA king. Before we get though going, though, um, chocolate. We got a nice little review on on Apple, and I know you wanted to give it a read. So here's your chance. Oh, thank you. So, uh, I'll go straight into it. Uh, you guys suck. All my real-life worries when I listen to your kick-ass podcast. If you read this review and don't immediately subscribe and start listening, you, my friend, are a bad person. Why did the girl fall off the swing? She had no arms. Oh, Jesus. I should have pre-read that. And that was from Mace J. NZ from New Zealand. Sir, thank you. Thank you. So, Chocolate, you didn't read anything that you typed? I would no, assume copy he copied and pasted paste it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. But I went ahead and read it, and then it was like, I'm not reading this. I'm going to Chocolate read this. <laughs> um, and then, Chocolate, you're also going to be at XO19 this uh, upcoming weekend, right? I am. Uh, Thursday starts Thursday, so uh, if you guys tune into Inside Xbox, uh, have a look for me. I'll be the strange old gentleman walking around waving at cameras. Oh, because nobody else is doing that. Yeah, what are you going to be wearing? Kind of weird, yeah. How can we look uh, for you? How can we look for me? I shall be wearing a giant bear costume the whole weekend. Oh, that'd be amazing, or a Wouldn't dinosaur it? costume. And you'd be costume. so smelly. No, you're a bear, dude. Why would you wear a dinosaur costume? That makes no sense. Because the thing I'm envisioning <laughs> has a massive... It sits on my forehead and goes higher. So we'll, we'll find something out. Uh, okay. Weird. Okay. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> Where do we go from there? Uh, another week in gaming. That's where we go. We've all been playing some games. What has everybody been been getting into let's uh let's start with guests first playing some gears 5 online sweeney yeah yeah i've been having a little dabble into gears 5 um more online i've only done the first act and the first chapter in the campaign because i've been waiting to play with um, my cousin he keep, he keeps saying he'll play and not turning up <laughs> uh, perfect <laughs> one of them hey um, if you I'll, need somebody to play with I think Risky and myself both need to try out this xCloud thing, so there's an excuse for us to play Gears. There you go. So anytime you see me online, give me a shout and I'll definitely jump in. But yes. when I'm playing it online, I do. It, 
It's a game that I never really paid too much attention to. I normally give it like five or six hours a year, whatever, when it first comes out. But this time around, I've given it a good, a good session, and I'm really enjoying it. I think, um, I think it's dodgeball. It's called. That's my favorite, my favorite game mode on it. So you're doing like PvP then? You're not doing Horde or anything like that? Yeah, PvP. To be honest, I don't really like playing the computer in most games. Whether it's FIFA or Call of Duty. I know it's he campaign. Likes to destroy actual people. Heart of a competitor right there. I like mm-hmm. I like the competitiveness of playing against people. Rather Sweeney, than what's your favourite part about FIFA? Well, <laughs> beating people. <laughs> no, but I figured you would say when they quit before the game's over. That's normally a good part. I normally like scoring straight yeah. after they score as well. I like, I like that. Oh, Just sucking the wind right out of them. Yeah. Or running through and then squaring it to somebody and just oh, scoring an open goal. <laughs> yeah, you got some a few good passes in there for me. Yeah. I know that. Well, that's genuinely my favourite part when I see you score, Moose. Brings a little <laughs> flutter to me heart. <laughs> you guys let the broken kid score. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we that's picked an you American last. that just scored on you. <laughs> that's why we're lagging so bad and you're still losing. Because oh, I think no. that has to do with something. I mean, it's a honest, seven so hour time apart. difference, isn't it? Yeah. I've never felt any any lag or anything when we played. It's normally you who has the lag. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I just hold down the left bumper and wait till it stops going fast again. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> and say, "Don't pass it to me. I'm lagging." We. That's why we don't pass it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, but Gears of Gears Five Online. I think it's it's another steady game. Um, I'm not gonna say it's as good as say Call of Duty, the, the new Call of Duty but I think it's really strong it's, it's got a lot of potential there It's got a different game mechanic though hasn't it, to, to COD online it's that very slower pace and the mm. dumb running Yeah, that's that, I, I don't really like the running The old um, roadie run that's the yeah. worst sprint in the history of video games But then, I, I do think that there's th- there is a, a, a space in the market for this game and that's why it's so successful I think online, one thing that does annoy me is it's very hard to kill people f- when they're far away with the uh, machine gun. It's like you've got to use a full clip to destroy them, otherwise you've got no chance. They have snipers and stuff though, right? Yeah, but it's it's finding them on the maps when you're not used to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's the key in any multiplayer game. You, you're pretty shit until you learn the maps. Yeah, and the fact that at, at the moment I, I don't know if you can start with a sniper so okay. I think it's just you gotta the, find the one Lancer find and the shotgun so you have to find one which which annoys me a little bit I was say I guess I didn't actually know how Gears normal like multiplayer worked then because right. so I just you assumed have, you like, like made a loadout but right. you don't do that then so what I've played so far no I just have a shotgun and a, a, a Lancer that's how I start Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool, so you're having fun with that? That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, we'll move over to Moose next. Playing in uh, Need for Speed Heat. Are you doing this with the uh, trial, hopefully? Yes, the 10-hour okay. trial's up right now because the game doesn't come out till next week, right? Oh, okay, yeah, so a week early. That, yeah, right. that makes sense. But, um, yeah, it's, it's Need for Speed. It definitely gives me feels of underground, and then it's got, like, this really bad uh, Fast and Furious type movie that goes along with it. 
so it feels a lot like for uh, Forza Horizon, like they just took a lot from it, or maybe you know these games are just so close together now that they feel like the same thing. What kind of like the way the cars feel or something, or no, just the interface in general. Like you just drive to a a spot in the middle of the road to start your your objectives. And, oh, okay. And like also like when you're driving and you're drifting, it feels like the car's kind of on rails. It, it's super simple. So maybe I'm playing it on like normal or like veteran difficulty, not like the hardest, but not the easiest either. Either. Did you ever think maybe you're just really good at Need for Speed for some reason? You know, I, I do got a little dom in me, so. That's true. <laughs> you're just <laughs> throwing out Fast and the Furious lines as you're racing kids online. Cause I, I just, in my head, that's what's happening, and I love it. You almost had me. <laughs> <laughs> I never knocked on nobody. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of them. Oh, it's so good. Uh, awesome. So do you think, is this going to be anything you're actually interested in? Uh, past the 10 hour trial or yeah when i can get it for like 20 dollars yeah discount for sure it doesn't feel like a 60 dollar game but it'll be fun you know there's there's tons of challenges tons of races tons of over-the-top characters so if that's for you you know if if you love forza but hate that there's no personal connection to any of the people or places or anything like that this game's right up your alley does it have a uh uh introduction mode where it's four hours no, dude. They throw you straight into a race oh. right off the bat. So I could pick this one go. up then. <clears throat> yeah, you could. You'd get out of the tutorial for sure. I always because you don't even have to win. You just have to finish the race in the tutorial to like get your home base. Yeah, I always preferred Need for Speed over Forza. I okay. like that it's more arcadey. With Forza, I feel like oh, you yeah. have to be a professional driver just to drive the car. Right. Yeah, it, it feels more like, um, you know, San Francisco Rush or um, not as much as Cruising USA, but along those lines, Burnout, one of those type games. So once it's uh, once it's on sale, you know, maybe Christmas after Christmas, then I'd be looking to pick it up probably. I don't know. This one might have a discount by Black Friday. Right. <laughs> Who knows? It's an EA game, so hold on uh, to your dollars. <laughs> that's funny. Cool. Uh, yeah, so the 10-hour trial for that is out now, so people can go check that out. And I feel like 10 hours is a pretty substantial amount of time in yes. a game like that. Did you notice any type of, like, gating or anything where, like, could you just spend your 10 hours doing whatever you I want believe as far so. as you like, could tell? Yeah, okay. as far as I know, it's the game. So okay. I've only played about two hours of it, though. So. Oh, here's a fun PSA. Um, <laughs> the new Star Wars game from EA is not going to have a Right, unfortunately. All. So that's, that's a good like, heads up for people that thought they were going to beat the game in 10 yeah. hours and not have to pay for it. That's literally worth my $5 a month or whatever is those 10-hour trials because I use it in Madden, FIFA, um, this game. Have you not used up your FIFA trial yet? I think I used it all before I bought the game. Oh, okay. You did buy the game. I yes. guess I, didn't, I oh, yeah. didn't know if you bought the game. Dude, I think I'm like 50, 60 hours into that game at this Damn. point. Damn. Yeah. I should you be better than I am. You boys converted him. I going to say converted. That's more than me. I, you guys don't. I used to play FIFA all the time. That's all I used to play in games is sports games and like the big shooter that's out, basically Call of Duty. So, well, speaking of FIFA, do you guys need to talk about any FIFA? Anybody need to get any FIFA stuff off their chests? Pro <laughs> clubs? I don't. I don't know. I heard there might be a, a division that may have dropped down or something. A, I don't pay attention. Dr- pay a lot of attention. So. A dressing room unrest at the moment. I think the, <laughs> the pressure's getting to us trying to get to Division Three. Yeah. Um, you guys, you guys talk about it for a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. It's fun. 
I think we just need to focus on it being fun because when yeah, people yeah. start taking things too seriously and I don't know getting personal then it's no longer fun and what's the point I think having the amount of players we have so I th- right. think potentially we could have if everyone was on online at the same time we could maybe have 12 players not that 12 players right. could play so um, with people chopping and changing and so it was you me uh, Aimster and Hatton was it Thursday night we had a little right. we had a little run we did decent where we won two, tied one, and lost a couple games. Yeah, so our first game we got absolutely demolished by. Uh, right. Th- they were okay, but I I think our issue was we it was our first warm up game. No mm-hmm. one really had a not a role is the wrong word. I was helping my kids fix the TV in the basement for half the. Uh, that's days, true so. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a clue then, but you know. Well, I was going to say clue as well, but it wasn't that. I just, I don't think, for me, I never played with Hatton. I think Aimster moved position, so he wasn't his usual sit right. back and hold the the defence. Um, so we changed it round, and I think it was uh, Aimster and Hatton up top, Moose just playing behind them, and then I took the any position, so that was the rest of the players. And that worked so much better going forward and defending right. as well. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Keep it up, guys. We're still, what, Division 5 right now? So Yeah, we just held it, didn't we? We, yeah. we were struggling. Good I work, guys. For a while. I'm really proud of you all. <laughs> you, see, you need to get your EA access up to date and just give the 10-hour trial a, a, a shot, dude. Come okay. out of space. Come down to the pitch for one day. Yeah. I came down oh. to another terrible place, and now I'm stuck there, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to do it. How it's much is EA bad. access in, in the U.S.? It's like five bucks a month? Five bucks. Yeah, five bucks a month. Or you can you know, you know can always find a sub on um, CD Keys or look at Bear. He's always got the codes for you. So. Yeah. Or I think just for the year, isn't it? So over here, it's I'm like sure it's 20. 40 bucks or 30 bucks, something like that. I think it's yeah, 30 20. here, but you can find it for 25 all the time. Yeah, so. right. As long as you buy an EA game, you you make your money back at some point. Yeah, because you get ten percent off. Yeah, exactly. I think well, because mine was about to go off, so then I just canceled it. It was about to resub again, but mm-hmm. like there was no Battlefront, there was no Battlefield. Right. I guess Fallen Order was coming up, so. But it's not helping you anyway. So. But that's other than not saving you six bucks. Yeah, but then at that point, if I'm paying twenty five anyways, or right. thirty, so. So I guess I just need a reason to resub. Maybe uh, FIFA's the thing. <laughs> it's probably not the thing, guys. It's never going to do it. <laughs> it's, uh, so much stuff to play. Uh, cool. FIFA, cool. Yeah, like it's it. there still. We're still doing it. Good, good, good. All right. Something else that some people are still doing. I think Sweeney and Chocolate can both talk about this one. Uh, but we'll start with Chocolate because he finished up the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. Chocolate, you are on fire finishing games right now what is going on two games in two weeks i feel like a god um (laughs) but yeah that's it now i've plateaued so i haven't got any games finished for uh for the following week um and that's it yeah that's it and i am done feet up bears taking the rest of the year off exactly well deserved sir yeah that's it expect uh, a lot of fifa talk from chocolate for from here yeah a bit of star wars a little sprinkling of star wars as well 
There you go. Are you getting the Pokemans? No, no, God, I'm I'm almost. He doesn't know what Pokemans yeah. are. He's too old. I, I, That's true. I just about know what uh, Pikachu is, thanks to Ryan Reynolds. Other than that, I've got no idea. Um, but more <laughs> importantly, the COD campaign. Oh my God, this for me. I'm going to go with no spoilers whatsoever because I've learnt my lesson from last week. Um, the campaign to me was what movies are doing and have been doing for years, telling a really good story, hitting every emotion possible. And this is what this campaign does. So I think I said a few weeks ago, I did the mission with the night vision goggles in Piccadilly Circus. I did not. I have to correct myself. So You did the uh, house raid, right? I did the house raid. I actually did do the night vision, obviously, because I can finish the game. Um, I did the night uh, goggle mission. And to me, that was almost as if they did motion capture with night vision on as such. Um, the, The movement, the way the people stood, how they looked, it looked so real. It, it was, it was terrifying. Um, yeah the game has gave me so many different emotions there's three separate incidences in the game where I felt that I couldn't push on or I felt uneasy having to make a choice or a decision or to go through the level Um, like I said this game does exactly what we've been accustomed to watching films and I think right. it's the first game, in my opinion, that has managed to transition from movie to game, but kind of that emotion tie to it. Um, yeah, fantastic. Hands down, one of the best stories I've played in terms of feeling, connecting, getting that emotion. Yeah, brilliant. Doesn't hurt that it's a six-hour campaign, right? Uh, that helped a lot. Um <laughs> But it's like a six-hour interactive movie. It's it's really well done. It, it, the game is it is so well done. It, if if that was their intention, I mean, they, I know they do have that pop-up screen right at the beginning. So, uh, right. I can't think of the words exactly, but you know, this is like real life type. Yeah, it shows or, like the timestamp and the location. Yeah, but it's it gives you a pre-warning before you go into that campaign. You know, oh, some, yeah, some, every single time. Yeah, someone might you, you might feel disturbed or blah blah blah. Um, and they did, you know, they, they managed to get those emotions, you know, make me feel yeah. what they wanted I mean, to p- portray. It was great. You had to go play Viva Pinata before you went to bed, right? Uh, I had to, I did have to chill out on one of them. The, uh, the last two missions are, are pretty gruesome. So once you get to, I was meant to write down what, what the mission was. There's one mission where you have a choice and either choice is not nice. None of them are good. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It, it made me feel uncomfortable, and I'm quite right. a very dark <laughs> sense of humor. You know, water off a duck's back type person. But this just, yeah, gotcha, huh? Definitely, hundred percent, fantastic, really good. I can't speak highly enough of this game or the campaign of the game. Viva Pinata. That's a pretty good game. Yeah. No, that's a fantastic. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> just you know, it's your 
go to. Yeah. If you got to chill out, I got another one that we could talk about too. That's good to go chill out if you need to come down off COD. FIFA. Oh. Is it a? I don't know which one of these two games it would be. It's the one on Xbox, which is uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill. Oh yeah, this is a the kind of cartoony looking downhill biker. Yeah, and it's all physics based, and it's frustrating and fun at the same time. Isn't it? Is it all with like the triggers? I think. Uh, yes, I think so. Um, you steer basically your gas is on one and your your brake is on the other, and then you and then you can choose to steer two different ways. And I, I think I went with the easier way because one of them you can choose to like swing the right thumbstick back and forth to steer your back tire, and then the other one you just steer like a normal you know racing game or whatever with the left thumb thumbstick. So um, it's super challenging. I, I think I have only finished the first mountain, and it, it, they're like 20, 25-minute runs that you've got to go down, and trying to get the top times and being flawless with no crashes and all that stuff is you know quite a challenge. And there's tons of different ways down the hill. You don't have to take the, the trail. You can just throw yourself off a cliff, but you got to make sure that there's some sort of slanted landing down below you, or you literally just blow up a puddle of blood. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's really fun. It's... um. It's got kind of like, uh, what's that Play-Doh game? The Play-Doh Human game? Fall, Is it Human so- Fall Flat. It's oh, kind of yeah. oh, got yeah, that yeah. type of animation, but it's got more polygons in it. Um, it it's, it's a pretty game. It's got like a real nice soundtrack behind it. And there's tons of unlockables, tons of different characters, bikes, different mods you can have. Um, this The replay ability on this game seems like it's endless. So is this some? Do you have like specific courses that you have to get through, and like once you get through one, you can do the next one? That kind of right. it's that yep. kind of linear thing. Exactly. You can go back to. Are there star ratings? Um, I can't remember to be honest with you right now, but I know that yeah, I think that you can play them on different difficulties as well. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Right. So you play it on different difficulties, and then you also get like rated as far as what your run was. Is you know if you jumped any rocks or just followed the path down, all that st- kind of stuff. So like you could put up a leaderboard and have a competition just off the first mountain, and you know have a lot of fun. That's pretty awesome. And this is a uh, Game Pass. Say, Game Pass. Okay, yep. that's what I was going to ask. It was just new two or three weeks ago. Sweet, fun so. little. Fun little game. Yeah, check it out. It doesn't take up much memory either. So if you guys are looking for stuff towards the end of the month that need to play new games but have a huge data cap that's about there, this one could fill some time for you. Good deal. All right. Next up, I'm going to talk about what just may be the most divisive video game in our history. <laughs> Is it time for me to leave now? No, dude, just stay here. Put your put your hate shoes at the door, and let me talk about <laughs> Death Stranding for a minute. Alrighty. How did you not see that the release date was eleven eight? It's been there the whole time. The, what? Yeah, there's um eleven letters in Death Stranding, and there's eight strands coming down from the logo. Is this it really? <laughs> yeah, I read it on the internet last week. They said I, I that they've had the release date in in like plain sight the whole time since the game had been announced. Oh, Kojima, you dog. Yeah, he did it to it us again. Uh, yeah, so Death Stranding is the futuristic, post-apocalyptic FedEx slash UPS simulator that we've all been waiting for. No, you haven't been waiting for that? Well, I still don't know what it is, I think. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, you play as Norman Reedus, which we've seen a thousand times um, in stuff no, for this. No motorcycle, no crossbow, right? There is a motorcycle. Oh, no way. Okay, Dude, I'm in. Game changer. So I spent the first five hours of this game um, without a motorcycle. Uh, so I'll talk about that portion first. So uh, right off the bat, you get... Well, first you have to watch like... I don't know, like two hours of cutscenes. It seems like. Uh, Is there a skip button? I didn't try to skip them because I'm not <laughs> an animal. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> so it's no like a six-hour game. I got myself a nice meal every time one of these was on, and just sat and like ate a bowl of spaghetti while I was watching the movie Death Stranding. <laughs> so you've packed on some lbs this weekend. Is oh, hundred percent. <laughs> lot, lots of carbs, and then making my video game character literally walk hundreds of miles <laughs> and is great. there any hot pockets left in your town right now uh no we sold them out so that's what i'm having for dinner tonight too perfect um yeah so i mean you start off like i said with the cutscenes, whatnot uh and then you get into the rhythm of the game which is you needing to uh deliver packages essentially from one place to another there is a big overarching story uh, a very simple story of you having to go from the east coast to the west coast of the u.s uh to find a person and i'll leave it at that like that's the that's the main force pushing you forward like that's your mission and you can see your progress as you keep playing how close you're getting to the west coast but you are trying to find someone and that's probably the least confusing thing about this whole game um i think they laid that out early for you so you have something in your head that's like okay well even if i don't understand what's going on all around here i know i have to go from east coast west coast rescue said person so they set that up they set it up nicely uh that's fine so what you're doing in between all that though that's the walking around stuff that's the uh moving parcels from place to place um and desolence right there's nothing yeah there's not a lot there's these monsters called bts which you've seen in a lot of the promotional stuff a lot of the trailers uh those are like little hand monsters that kind of like hit the ground around you yeah. uh, they have buttons to silence yourself um, so you're completely quiet you can crouch and try to get around them that way uh, you also have that little the little flasher drone thing that it's up on your shoulder and it alerts you when there's enemies around uh, but he can also pulse and he can point out where these bad things are so you can kind of see them and eventually you do get weapons that can take them down they <laughs> Man, there's a lot of weird stuff in this game. The the weapons, they're grenades. That's what I have so far. And they're grenades that contain Norman Reedus's blood. So you're throwing these blood grenades <laughs> at these invisible monsters that are trying to kill you. And as you're doing that, you are losing health. So that whole thing's kind of weird. So you, you're literally filling them up off your body? No, I mean, oh. it's pretty... There's just a little meter you see go down. He doesn't, okay. like, sit down with a syringe, take out <laughs> some blood put it into it hold up an iv bag yeah. yeah so he's one of the like rare people and i'm not gonna remember what they're called but he's one of the people that can like respawn or like come back to life or whatever uh so that's why his blood fights well against the bts i believe they call those people wizards uh yeah so norman Reedus is a wizard <laughs> who unfortunately left his broomstick at home and... but what company did you choose ups fedex or dhl <laughs> uh dhl oh why Ugh. Dark Horse. All right, cool. They're the only ones that survived. Um, 
So yeah, when you're traversing around, um, you have packages, the more packages that you stack on yourself, cause this, uh, you, you have like a brace on your back so you can stack stuff pretty high. You do have a weight limit, uh, and you can see how much each parcel actually weighs. You can also attach stuff to your arms and your legs. Um, this dude must have like an exoskeleton. Maybe they explained that somewhere and I missed it, but there's no way a human could carry this much. Uh, but the more you have on you, the more likely you are to stumble, fall, uh, that kind of thing as you're traversing the world. So you do have to left and right trigger are going to recenter you depending on which way you're leaning. Or if you hold them both down, he kind of just grabs onto his straps and you become a little slower. Uh, but what this does is it takes something very monotonous like walking and having to traverse, um, and it puts a kind of a little it gamifies it a little bit. You kind of have to weigh the risk and reward of carrying a lot and having the journey be a lot more difficult, uh, but then getting to the end and getting way better rewards or carrying light and maybe only being able to do multiple trips. Um, so there's that. And I will say that the distances that you have to cross in this game aren't vast by any means. So you're not kind of just like endlessly walking over and over um, and then there's also these things called mules in the game. They're like the enemy faction who just, they essentially just try to steal whatever cargo. They're kind of like pirates, I guess is what I would say. Um, and they'll try to hunt you down. So you do have weapons. So there is combat in the game as well. And there's a lot of stealth. I had to break into a camp to, uh, steal a, uh, like a laser printer kind of thing. So I could, uh, print weapons and stuff like that. 3d printer, a 3d printer. Yes. Um, so I had to sneak in. Uh, you had like a rope that I could kill people with. So there is, it does feel kind of Metal Gear Solid 5-ish as far as the stealth and killing and stuff. Um, you still haven't uh, answered my main question. Yeah, what's up? What in the hell is a bridge baby? <laughs> I don't know that I played far enough in this to understand. The bridge Pretty baby is you're going to be shipping people, bro. Uh, the bridge baby is the thing that... Uh, <laughs> It connects you to the 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 dead, dead people, the right? dead side of the world, right? And I think that that's they're also the reason that I think Norman can come back, like his powers that he was born with, mixed with that. If I'm getting this wrong, which oh, I very well could be. If anyone can correct me, go ahead. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch I, a YouTube video at the end of this. So. No, dude, I think this game is art, and it's just whatever you interpret. And I was like, I didn't play that game, but I played Death Stranding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it's it's very well made. Like everything, the landscapes are great. The all of the capture of the people, um, like when Norman Reedus is in a cutscene or any of the other people that you run into, like it, it looks great. The voice acting's great. All that is just, it's good. The story is out there <laughs> for sure. Uh, and I heard that there's a two-hour cutscene to end this game, so it's something. It's I don't know. You need to know what you're getting yourself into. I think that is the biggest part. Sure. Um, are you enjoying it though, or are I, you dude, too? I, I, no, I sat down and played six hours straight. Like I was, I was hooked. And yes, I'm a garbage monster, but <laughs> I didn't want to stop playing it. So I mean, yeah, it's good, and I do want to continue to play it, and I will. Um, even if what I have to it? listen to my OG PS4 just sound like it's going to take off off of my desk. It sounds like a rocket ship at this point trying to play this game. Good you just got to play PlayStation with a headset. That's just that I have earbuds it. in and I can hear it. That's <laughs> so loud, dude. Um, what was I going to say? I had one more thing. Um, oh, okay. So like there's a, a whole connectivity element in this game. Um, 
with other players that have been in the world. So there's there's ladders and ropes, ropes to repel and climb up things. Ladders pretty much do the same thing. You can uh, you can lay them down over like uh, rivers or whatever to cross over them, or you can use them to actually like scale walls. But people that are, have been in the game before you can actually lay down ladders that you can use. And if you use a ladder, you can lay it down for people to use in like later runs. I'm assuming it only puts you into an instance with a handful of people. Like it's not everyone that's playing Death Stranding is going to have the same ladders in the same places or whatever. Um, but I'm running into plenty of spots where I figure out where I need to go based off of a ladder I see off in the distance that somebody before me took the time to like scale these mountains and find the best path to get me up it. Um, that whole thing's really cool. And like when I lay a rope down, because I know it's going to make this, this step of the journey a little easier, knowing that somebody that comes after me is going to be able to use that, like utilize that same rope. It's just something I haven't seen. And it's a very cool addition. Definitely a weird Kojima thing for sure. Um, it's cheating. No, <laughs> it's kind of cheating. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's it's like you know when you go rock climbing and stuff. There's people that have already gone and you know put the anchors into the rocks so that you don't have to do that. Yeah, it, right. True. And that's exactly what it feels like, I guess. Um, but Would then there's not- also you can set up. Uh, can you troll people and just set up things to nowhere? Dude, okay. That's yes. what I went to say. <laughs> you 100% can because I climbed up two ladders and a rope, and the last rope at the very top, there was no, like, it went to nowhere. You climbed up, landed on a little spot, and you couldn't go anywhere. And I realized I was on the left side of a mountain range, and I needed to be on the right side. That's so, yeah. hilarious. So somebody got me good. You definitely can do <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, you can also put up these, uh, they're essentially storage containers, and you can put stuff in there for people to. Uh, get later or like I needed I didn't need a ladder but I ran into one of these little lockers that somebody had set up and I opened it and they had left a ladder there for me so it's just like I could take it or I could leave it there for the next person who comes by and needs it it's it's a weird small thing I don't even say it's small I'm sure it took a lot of work but it's a cool little addition to this game that makes it great Um, and then I already said lastly but this is actually lastly uh, you do get a motorcycle eventually and then that seems to make a world of difference because I can stack um, parcels and stuff on top of that right. and then also be carrying stuff on my person. And the traversal with it is it's so much faster. The motorcycle runs from electricity, but you can set up like electric outposts or little like battery charging spots. And that's another thing that other people in the world can set up. They can set up these chargers. So if they know that halfway through this journey, you're going to run out of battery right here, they're going to have set up a battery station for you. Um, so yeah, the, the first people to play this game, like 12 hours before me, <laughs> they're the people that had to kind of go through this stuff first. So it definitely does make the, the following playthroughs for other people uh, a little easier. Like you said, chocolate cheating. Yeah. So you um, said, so basically you're telling me to wait six months and then play this game. And, and then you're literally <laughs> not going to have to do anything. Like, yeah. Giant neon arrows pointing, go this way. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a bunch of weird stuff. There's rain that falls from the sky that makes everything age super fast. Um, scary hand monsters that you can't see. You throw blood grenades. You strap a baby to you. You have to soothe the baby. Um, my buddy and community member, Bacon Cheeseburg, sent me a video. Uh, you can actually rock the baby with your PlayStation controller, and it was just a video of him shaking the controller violently. <laughs> And you can hear the baby crying through the PlayStation controller, which I didn't even know happened because I have headphones in. But apparently the baby actually cries through the little speaker on the controller. Oh, that's weird. 
Uh, so yeah, this, I don't know, dude, it's something. I understand why people hate it. I understand why people love it. I definitely fall somewhere in the middle, I guess. And I think that whole thing will be a little clearer for me, uh, at the end. But if it was someone that went into it and didn't like it right off the bat and then had to play 80 hours of it for review, I'm like, obviously you're going to hate it. Yeah. You'll give it a terrible score then. Um, yeah, I heard Kojima is going to start. His studio is going to also be working on movies. And I think spoilers for the news. Oh, my bad. dude. I didn't even (laughs) look. That's my fault. Yeah. I'll get (laughs) just delete it. Um, (laughs) yeah. And I think that's what this could have been. Like if you watch a YouTube video of this game, uh, with a lot of the delivery stuff cut out or maybe just the beginning and like mid and end parts of it or something and just got like a solid 20 hour video that people could watch in chunks. Like this could have been a TV show on HBO or something. It's, it's that intriguing. I want to say of a story, even if it is completely whack, which it is. Uh, but like I said, I'm enjoying it. Um, can't wait people to try to it, but it is a $60 <laughs> game. So I was going to say, I can't wait till you get to the end of it. And there's like a lost ending or something. And you're just like, are you serious? Yeah, that's hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, all right. Um, Okay, let's go back to Moose. Um, game Dev Tycoon. What, what are we doing here? Are we making uh, video games? Yes, we are. And this is um, another one of these mobile games that I feel like I've got to you know, find one to play every month so that I get my uh, my money's worth. Oh, you're still in the, the $2. Yeah, just oh, did you pay for a year of it? No, I just signed up for the $2 a month or whatever it is for the first year. Oh, gotcha. So, um, here's a little synopsis. It says, Game Dev Tycoon is a business simulation game where you replay the history of gaming industry by starting your own video game development company in the 80s, create best-selling games, research new technologies, and invent new game types, become the leader of a market, and gain worldwide fans. So, um, it's just like any of the other tycoon sim-type games, but you literally are starting out in your garage, um... A little bit like uh, Dandy Dungeon that we played, but it doesn't oh, have Dandy that. Oh, Dandy Dungeon, what a game. <laughs> it doesn't have that fun stuff. Did you, do you remember what happened to Dandy Dungeon for me? I bought the new Switch, and then my save didn't carry over. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shucks. I had to guess stop I'll playing never that play gym. that game again, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where I am with Pokemon, I think, on that. There's a new one coming out, so who cares? Woo! <laughs> but uh yeah so you start out and you have very rudimentary options as far as a text-based game or a very rough 2d game and then you've got other options and every option you add on to your game costs more in development and costs more in time and you if you go into the whole 50k then the loan sharks come out basically and say you know we'll give you this loan but you have to pay us three times as much in two months or basically you file for bankruptcy and that's, you know, the, the object of the game is to just become successful and then um, upgrade from the garage to an office space, to a, where, you know, to a big building, to like Google type stuff. And I've not gotten out of my garage yet, so um, there's quite a bit of gameplay in it. Gameplay or grind? I don't think it's grind. Okay. Um, it's, it's basically, it's like, it's a figure it out type game. You've got to figure out the sweet spots on which type of game, which um, genre, which category. So they have like um, categories such as prison, uh, fantasy, um, comedy. Uh, there's like five of them that you start out with and then you have to spend $10,000 each on research to unlock more categories. And I think there's another 15 that you can unlock. And then you can also research in... Um, your 
open world. You can research. Like, you just keep unlocking more and more things to make different types of games. And you just try to create the perfect combination to get a good score. The best score game I've gotten so far is, like, a six. So it's not easy either. And you've got a... There's a sweet spot between three sliders and each development, um, like, leg, basically, that you've got to pick, like, music, uh, graphics, or dialogue. And you've got to kind of move the sliders... Um, and balance it out or it's going to take too long and nobody's going to care about the game when it comes out. So, Super interesting. Yeah, it's it's fun to, you know, if you got to go to the doctor or whatever, it, it'll keep you... I thought you were going to say the bathroom. That too. Probably also know? good for that. But if you're just trying to pass time at the DMV or anything like that... Build know, a game inside a game. Exactly. So it's fun. I'll keep playing it for a little bit. Uh suggest you guys try it out if you've got a free sub somewhere. That's cool. I wonder what the beginning of that game will look like versus the end of that game. Right. And it's gotten tons of awards for like uh, mobile game of the year and things like that. So um, it's got and it's got 4.9 out of 5 on iTunes. As and obviously as, that's there's no like microtransactions or anything because it's part no. of that right. thing. And then I, I pulled up the website to put that um, synopsis and they have whole bunch of information in here and it says the full game has many more features which are not lit- listed here to prevent spoilers so there's tons of stuff in here good deal <clears throat> if you're into that kind of thing yeah i mean i know a lot of people always like those tycoon games so so there you go there's cool. one about being a game dev do it go do it um all right and then lastly uh we're gonna throw it back to sweeney um he's going to be talking about outer worlds which is our current Game Pass Roulette game. Uh, we'll be talking about this... Next week or com- two weeks? Completely, yeah, next week on episode 78. Uh, so if you have feedback for it, get it in. Uh, Sweeney, try to just keep it spoiler-free. But, uh, yeah, man, how are you enjoying Outer Worlds? So it's going to be very spoiler-free. All right. I've only played about two hours. <laughs> okay, hey, no, that's fine. So initial impressions, then. Go for it. So initial impressions, um, Fallout in Space. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, and I, I I love Fallout. I love Skyrim, and this is going to be another game where I can see myself putting hundreds of hours in. Did it's you just... write down what you started as? Like as far no. as what you picked for your perks and your your different stats. Um, I went for persuasive Good. and yep. I went for Same. persuasive <laughs> and yep. what's the um, to get so I can over. So I can carry more, like gear. Uh huh. So at the start, went for persuasive and for strength, basically. Gotcha. Sounds so like we made the same stuff. exact person. <laughs> because when I play Fallout, I always get annoyed that I get overcumbered. Yeah, so I hate that. It's the worst that. mechanic in games, dude. It shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Let me carry seven thousand pounds worth of stuff and don't say anything about it, please. You just need Norman Reedus on your team. <laughs> I just want to carry these 5,000 forks and sell them for less than the one coin each. That's the worst. Yeah. Just find random crap that you don't need. Uh. Just, so, yeah, so I just made my guy, my guy strong, um, bald, <laughs> like me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How, How tall, tall is he, Sweeney? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like Vane Troyer. <laughs> so, yeah, um I do, I done that and I've basically just done the first mission basically. Um I'm on my way to the main first town. Okay. Uh, I've been killed once and I had to start start back up a bit further back when I was just running around learning how to 
shoot people and learning the version of VATS, which is in Fallout. Right. You slow the slow time, the time down. down. That's quite interesting, that mechanic. And you can blow off body parts, good. right? I haven't done that yet. I've just shot people in the head. Yeah, okay. you can do this. I've done it once. But it, it, it's interesting you say about that um, dying quite near the beginning, Sweeney, because I did the same. And I, for some reason, I can't get to grips with, the, I think it's LB, to take the... Um, I'm going to call it medicine. It's not called medicine, but oh yeah, the heal. Yeah, to, that heals you to to try yeah. and work out. Not to work out. It's the wrong word. That first part of the game, trying to make sure that you press that button while you're in a battle, feels unnatural. But you get. So you've just educated me there. I didn't know you could. <laughs> yeah. So you, t- hoping that you've looked at every crate that you've gone through that first. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So you should have. Some LB stuff. I can't think what they're called as well. We'll call them syringes because everyone loves yeah, fallout. Kind of what they are. Yeah, th- there should be some. You should have a sticks, couple is it? sticks. That could be it. Isn't the, it like a gas mask thing that he puts up to his face? Yeah, th- that's the um, that's the animation. But yeah, you should have a couple on you already. So it's just learning to have that battle and use LB as right. well, and keeping an eye on your meter. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's that game's good. I think my only problem with these type of games is I literally explore every <laughs> single nook and cranny <laughs> to find things. And that's my only thing with these type of games. Because I can't just run through them. I need to find everything. Yeah, you spend hours just searching not even a, a tenth of the map. Or you've, you've just gone into yeah. one town. I think I w- went into just past Edgewater... So I'm a little bit ahead of you. Yeah. And I spent an hour just searching a couple of rooms and not progressing properly in the game. It was a bit frustrating. I was going to say, so Sweeney, you're kind of screwed because you hate over-encumbrance, but you love exploring every nook and cranny and picking up <laughs> every single thing you can pick up. So it's a recipe for disaster, man. I hate missing out on coins or the, the currency. <laughs> Forks and silverware and plates. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all uh, worth one currency each. Gotta sell them all. I'm gonna say this before Ryan does typical scouser taking all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a good game. The graphics are really good. One thing I always find an issue with the likes of Fallout and Skyrim is the graphics aren't normally superb. I think this this game's graphics are definitely better than both. I think Fallout's always a bit blockier, whereas this is more smooth and refined. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. But did anyone find the shotgun at the start in this spaceship? Uh, I don't think so. Just throwing that out there. So there's a shotgun at the start, see? It's always good to go and look around. <laughs> That's true. Try, try and now find i got to start the game rifle. over. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it's but only it's a like a game. twenty-four or twenty-five-hour RPG, so you can play multiple playthroughs and you know. See yeah, I think I saw on are. Discord today that Ronan said he was finishing up his second playthrough second. already. Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn. So it can't be a hundred hours a playthrough, which is good. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like a mini. Like everybody's saying, don't expect a triple A RPG out of this game. I don't want a triple A RPG. <laughs> right. I don't want an eighty-hour game. Not the length of that. Please no. Please no. <laughs> 
Um, all right, good deal. Um, and then I won't really talk about the Game Pass Gillette stuff because I already did. Next week, get all your uh, feedback into Discord. Got quite a um, bit in there already. Yeah, which is awesome. We gave people plenty of time for this one, so mm. I should probably start the game. <laughs> um, get off Destiny. I'm, I'm already in the outer worlds. They're just not the ones I'm supposed <laughs> to be exploring. Um, all right, before we do get going into the news, I totally spaced on uh, announcing who won the Patreon drawing this month because uh, this is a Patreon episode. So it sucks for those people that just showed up to listen to the first five minutes to figure out if they won and then they left <laughs> i hope i don't pick your name all right i got everybody's name loaded up into the name picker let's give it a spin all right and the winner for the november patreon drawing is <gasps> ryan h 93 yeah <laughs> nice job Ooh. i think Good it's just jump. it's just because sweeney just had to talk shit for a second. It's about time he won something. Dude, I I remember this was this had to have been like twenty or thirty episodes ago at this point, but he won uh a Patreon drawing at some point and he I had him live stream his his winnings because he, he decided to spend them all on packs oh, in yeah. FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> yeah. So I sat there and watched him on Twitch or something while I was at work and just watched him pick pack after wasted. pack and not get anything good, <laughs> like $60 worth of these card packs. And I was just like, I could have done so many better things with that $60. Whole game. Uh, oh, so Ryan, for the love of God, please don't blow your winnings on FIFA packs. He'll oh, buy, he'll buy, uh, Dust in Destiny now, or silver. Oh yeah, buy some silver. Nice. Good get you the Harry. Get get the Harry Potter broom for your um. <laughs> oh, water loose rod in that broom right now. Is he really? He's spent money sparrow. on that. <laughs> a sparrow. That's what it is. Yep. Uh yeah. So congrats, Ryan. Uh, yeah, and congrats, shout out. Dude. Thanks for being a supporter of us. A hundred percent. Yeah. You. Shout out to all you guys doing that. Um. And I'll just say this quick, and then I'll say it at the end as well. Um, Chaotic recently wrote a article on our Patreon page. Uh, so you can head over there. It's free for everybody. It was a very in-depth and well-done review of Borderlands 3. He's put a ton of time into it. He's also kind of a fanboy, so take that. <laughs> yeah, just know that going into it. <laughs> um, it's a great review, though. It's, it's very well done. So definitely head over to uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, give that a read. You can throw a like on it, all that kind of stuff. Show them some love. Um, and yeah, good work, Ryan. Congrats. All right. So next up, let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what's going on in the news this week? Uh, we got some new COD maps that came out last Friday. So uh, let's see. We got Shoot House, which is a multiplayer map. Krivnik Farmland, which is a, gra- is a ground war map. And then Hardpoint is coming to the game modes as well. So have you guys messed with any of this yet? I believe Sweeney has. Yeah, so I've played every, all of the maps and the new game mode also. So today I got 34 and 3 on the Krivnik Farm and Ground War map. He just wanted to brag. So, That's why he wanted to talk about COD. I <laughs> get it now. So I COD turned into King. Risky the Kid for, for, for 10 minutes. 
appreciate that. Mr. Was that using vehicles Mr. or was that just boots kill, on the ground? Ratio over there. What was that? Sorry. I said, uh, was that was that using vehicles or was that just boots on the ground? Just boots on the ground. Yeah. A, One uh, man killing machine, huh? Yeah, I just defended it, basically. Just sat with on the LMG, just, right? With a famas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just got sat on a roof at A in the Krivnik farmland, and anyone who came near me, I just decimated them. So yeah. are these I maps better, it. as good, or not as good as what they had originally? So this farmland one, I think it's quite good. Okay. It's different because they had the city one, which I played quite a lot, mm-hmm. um, which gets a bit annoying when everyone's 20 stories up and you can't shoot them. Um, but this one, there's no massive buildings really. It's just loads of barns and things. And shoot house is a bit like, um, remember the shooting range mm-hmm. in the old Call of Duties? Yep. So shoot house is very, very similar to that. Real close it's, quarters, shotguns, SMGs, yeah. all that stuff. And it's just quite symmetrical. It's just like both sides, you, you just run up and down the sides. There's no real like twists and turns in the maps. It's like an old school, yeah, old school COD map multiplayer. Yeah, either run around the ring at the outside or run to the middle. Yeah, so I think this is designed for like team deathmatch because what I've noticed lately when I've been playing it is there's some maps that are blatantly designed for certain game modes. Right. I know we all dislike the Piccadilly Circus map, but. I've been playing Cyber Attack and Certain Destroy a lot lately, and it's, it's almost perfect for, for that game mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's terrible it's really for something good like for Domination. Oh, yeah, it is. Unbelievably bad. Woof. And um, Team Deathmatch. They should lock out some of those maps, you know, that they yeah, know it's not going to be a good game mode. <clears throat> but you could probably do that in the filter, to be fair. The filter's not too bad. Can I don't you know filter if... out maps, though? I thought it was just I, game modes. I thought it was just modes, yeah. I've only filtered out modes. I've never tried to do any. I might need to play around with it a little bit more. That would be see. nice, though. You could take out modes and maps. Right. Oh, Literally just get exactly what you want. Play the same map over and over. Or that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the... Is that the third uh, ground war map, then? I think so, right? There's, There's like the quarry, the city, and now the farmland. Yeah, yeah, then? the quarry, yeah. the city, and the farmland, yeah. You're right. Sounds like three giant spaces for a battle royale, huh? Just kind of stitch <laughs> them together. <laughs> Got a good map to drop in on, huh? God, that would bring me back to that game. <laughs> Give me my battle royale back. So, yep, there's new COD maps. Go play them if you want to play them. <clears throat> um, Steam is going to try to come out with a uh, cloud gaming system as well. What? Yeah, it could be uh, Valve's challenge to Google Stadia and xCloud, GE Force, all that stuff. Um, so just look for that in the future here. They are, looks like they're gearing up to do the same thing. And that, that's, I think that's just the future. You know, if they can get it to work and run steady without lag or latency, then yeah, why? Yeah, so here's, this is probably something I could have added in what I've been playing, but um, I tried out, so I finally got into xCloud, um, and I was just trying out Sea of Thieves. I was doing it on my Wi-Fi, Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was all pretty good, and right. then I switched off Wi-Fi on my phone just to see what like 4G coverage would be like. Um, you can definitely tell the difference between like I don't think I could reliably play any type of multiplayer anything right. uh, on 4G, but the 5G is supposed like, to be a thing, right? Well, that's yeah, that's the thing, and it's some places it's going up already. So for like those people, it's going to be sweet. Uh, but either way, just the thought of 
being able to do this even with minimal lag and latency right. uh I, I don't know dude it's definitely awesome i yeah. i'll definitely be giving stadia a shot um for probably just for a month to see how good it is uh how it compares to xcloud just so we kind of have a comparison but xcloud's pretty awesome uh, especially if you're on wi-fi so like if you're at work or something and they have wi-fi and you're on your lunch break it's pretty awesome that you could just pull out your phone and a controller right uh, get some gaming in yeah i actually i got in a couple of weeks ago and i wish they had other games that you could play because i don't really <laughs> yeah. play any of those games a ton other than sea of thieves and you can't really jump into sea of thieves by yourself very especially for like a, a short amount of time right. you need it's, something where it's like i need to play a quick match of horde mode and right gear. well that's also not that quick so. so yeah like you i tried out halo 5 um just some of the the campaign stuff and i had zero lag connected to my wi-fi and um they, they have that other app that you can get what is it that you use? One cast. Uh, one cast, which yeah. is only for Wi-Fi in the same house that you're in. Right. You have to be connected, and then you can also do it to your laptop as well with the Xbox app and all that. But um, it works better than those apps do. So as far as latency and lag and stuff like that, like I would say that when I use my laptop, when I stream my Xbox to my laptop, there's probably like you know a half a second of lag or so. And when I was doing the X Cloud, I couldn't notice much lag at all. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely solid. It's solid for being in a beta, <laughs> right. for sure. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for game streaming and being able to pretty much play anywhere. Like, But Stadia's beta is over, like, next week, right? 19th? Okay, yeah. I, er, yeah, I think so. So that'll be curious to see what happens there. For sure. All right, let's see what else. Oh, China wants their kids to go outside. Have you guys heard about this? <laughs> a little uh, this bit. great. <laughs> they uh, just passed laws, um, basically to curb video game addiction. They imposed new laws on the 5th of uh, um, November that limits gaming time to 90 minutes a day on weekdays. And uh, all gaming is banned between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. And then on weekends, you can play for three hours a day, but the curfew remains. And that's all for c- people under 18. And then um, there's also a limit on microtransactions you can make per month starts out at around $28 and goes up to $50, $57 per month depending on what your age is see that's very good you oh, think so for all the silly people who should change the word of silly but where <laughs> they've uh, spent too much and gone overzealous on buying whatever they're buying on microtransactions I think that's a good idea what I want to know is how are they monitoring your game time and how much you're spending physically how 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 does this happen i hope they just have people that come and knock on doors like <laughs> no I'm, I'm sure it's all through their isps knock, knock, you know knock. they basically get the government isp and that's what their internet provider is and they monitor everything that goes through those those lines you know what i mean i want to know not- what the punishment's going to be right and you know that's the other thing as i read in this article is they said who knows if this is really going to stop things or it's just going to encourage more people to look for back doors and you know dark internet in order to get what they want can you imagine being having been arrested like seven times by the time you were 13 because you were playing Fortnite (laughs) past 10 i don't think they arrest you seven times in china well i don't want to know what (laughs) happens after the third there's too many people for that (laughs) (laughs) them laws are just like that's what it was like when i grew up i was allowed to play the games at certain times and for a certain amount of time a day. But that's, um, in my opinion, that's the parents' place, not the government's. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I agree. 
and uh, with the microtransactions as well. Right. I know China might not be the greatest on freedom of choice, but it's a freedom of choice. If I want to spend my wages on microtransactions, right. Don't tell me I will. What I can't you know? can't spend my money on. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I sort of agree with the, the the premise behind it, but I think I should set my own limits. Like in over in the UK, there's a big thing right now on gambling awareness, and oh, yeah. you can set your you can set limits on how much you can deposit in per week. So it might be twenty pound per week, and you cannot change that unless you type a password in. But then that then gives you like a ten a week cooldown before you change it. Right. So you know you should just have set limits and give someone else the password to set it or something yeah but this is also isn't it. for like this type oh, of rule isn't for someone who has restraint <laughs> like this no. is for and the this type is for of people children that have like addictions yeah, yeah. and it's kids so yeah but it's for laws the passing laws right. though exactly it's, it's, it's legislation like, on what yeah, your kids joke, can and can't do regardless of what you say as a parent yeah true yeah but there's ways around it let's be honest yeah and there's time in prison too bear yeah <laughs> Okay, what if you game share? Yeah, <laughs> well, I was going to say, what if your dad's on your console? But I don't think any of these kids are playing uh, video games between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. from what I've seen on TV. So, oh, <laughs> they're all out in the streets <laughs> making noise. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> in Hong Kong, yeah. Yeah, Sony got themselves a new front man. Uh, Guerrilla Games. Managing director Herman Holst is the new head of Worldwide Studios. Starting effective immediately, he will manage um, all game development across 14 studios. Um, there's a, a sitting president right now, Shuhei Yoshida. Did I say that right? Shuhei, yeah. Shuhei Yoshida. He will exit his seat and refocus a new in, an, on a new initiative that will bring along and help smaller indie studios, similar to what Xbox was doing with all their indie developers. So he's starting off on a new area. It kind of sounds like a demotion, but all the words underneath said it wasn't. So yeah, take it for what that, you will. That pay raise probably makes it look like a very good promotion. <laughs> right. But so Sony's got a new guy to, to stand up front and tell you what good stuff they got coming. And if he was part of the team that made Horizon Zero Dawn, then uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Let's do this thing. No doubt. They've made some great games over there at Gorilla. So uh, that's exciting. Um, Legend for hire, Bear, are your services for hire right now? The, uh, uh, they could be, the week a, after next. There's a new uh, Apex Duos mode available right now, along with the firing range. So you can go into the firing range and check out all the guns, all the mods, all attachments, grenades, hone your skills. You can also check out the... Um, different characters that are behind the paywall still so if you want to try their abilities and all those things before you buy them you can do that in the firing range which is oh, pretty so cool i'm yet to try this i haven't jumped into apex for a while well bear you got till the 19th sir i think all game modes or all games should have something like this especially games that have like multiple damage numbers right like when you're shooting down at a dummy let me see yeah. what gun does this you, how much like headshot damage yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. if you really want to nerd out and just not watch a uh uh video instead and do all the research yourself or you if you're the great people that make to. the video having a tool like that yeah exactly your disposal, just awesome. yeah that's what they did in division i remember that's yeah. when they were showing how that xbox's damage was off compared to pcs yep <laughs> terrible so, see what kind of uh um conspiracies this exposes in the firing range for apex no <laughs> so yeah moving on Outer Worlds is coming to the Switch next year. 
But okay, uh, <laughs> it's funny because in the Google Doc, the title of the story is "The Outer Worlds Goes Mobile in 2020," which makes complete sense. But in my head, I was like, "I can play this game on my phone." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Sorry for the misleading headline. You just gotta <laughs> listen, buddy. I know. So uh, they, in an earnings call, 2K um, said that they will be releasing Outer Worlds on the Switch next year, but still no date. So I suggest it's probably you know end of the year holiday time if they don't have it on the schedule yet. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I yeah, I gotta finish the game to see if I'll want to play it well, again. More lo- the looks. I d- yeah, because I heard Witcher's not doing toilet. well, right? <laughs> Witcher's having some issues as far as I, all I hear is the out. Witcher three looks like a big heaping pile of trash. Exactly. So <laughs> it may run smooth, but it looks like garbage. So that sucks. Yeah, that's what not what we want from any of these great games. And also, like going off of like our stories that we had at the top like a switch screen is pretty much the same size as my phone screen at this point so why wouldn't i just use something like stadia right. or xcloud yeah and then you know, exactly hook up uh xbox controller via bluetooth and there's an eight dollar little clip attachment that you showed me on amazon and you literally can have your game in your hand right in front of your face with a more comfortable controller <laughs> right so i don't know um I don't know if this is the direction Switch needs to go. I think they should focus on indie games. I think that's their wheelhouse right now. Yep. Yeah. So, and then uh, as Risky hinted to earlier, I'm Kojima's sorry. moving to Hollywood. So, uh, Hideo Kojima stated that his studio will now focus on film production. Uh, he quotes, I just put a couple of his quotes here because he's a weirdo. Uh, this one makes sense. Games, films, and dramas will all have to compete in the same space. So, you know, essentially he's moving to films to cover all his bases. But, and then he also said, if you can do one thing well, you can do everything well, which makes zero sense at all. Nope. That's, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, Kojima. Yeah, I disagree. So I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of weird crap he comes up with in the film industry. The there's same, already some same weirdo weird directors that already have that space filled. So good luck, buddy. He's got to out weird the, the yeah, real weirdos. You can't get weirder than M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> so Kojima, other than that, hold my beer. <laughs> we're just about done with the news. But uh, do you guys do Black Friday, Black Friday over there in the UK? Yep. Yeah, not um, like you guys do. Like okay. trample people uh, for TV right, elbows. Yeah. Stab people I for a TV. Yeah, well, not that I've seen. I mean, it may be in I other places. I think it's gone a lot bigger now. In Sweeney's part of the woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They get stabbed for all yep. sorts of stuff. <laughs> well, anyway, well, all the uh, the Black Friday ads are popping up. They're leaking out. So check out those if you are looking for specific items or things. There's a lot of games that I've been holding off on that right. I've seen in ads for like 15 to $25. If you like, want that yucky physical copy. I mean, whatever. Then I can send them to my friends that live in other states, you know? It works out. Yeah, I get you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's it for the news. Um, Chocolate. Some new games coming out this week. We finally have some uh, more good games coming out. Yeah, we do. I'll uh, skip over the first one because I'm not sure anyone's overly bothered about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Wait, excuse me? Them is fighting words. By mentioning them, is that what you meant by skipping over? You just offended Ladonian and Blade and me. That, that, that might be that got him covered. Be. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Ladonian's not going to hear me. He's still stuck in WoW. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield is out the fifteenth of November. 
yay Pokemons, and that's obviously on the Switch. Um, we also have possibly one of the Game of the Years, Jedi Fallen Order, on the 15th of November as well, and that's on the Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play that, but I'll be stuck at XO19. Stuck. Oh, stuck. Poor oh. bear. Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> and, uh, and also Terminator Resistance. That is out. I haven't picked this up. This game uh, came out of nowhere. They like yeah. hinted at it by putting Terminator in other games at E3. And then, what was it, two months ago? They're like, here's a game coming out in November. Yeah, which is, which is great. This is also hitting Xbox and PlayStation. Um, I wish... I could have time to play this because it looks, it looks quite good. It looks like it might be a, a fun, kind of, release. Um, but yeah, that those are the three, I think most important games out next week. We also have a game that's in Game Pass that I don't think we've mentioned. So for all you card game lovers, Lord of the Rings, the card game is out. So. Uh, Jump into Game Pass and uh, play that. Yeehaw! I guess. There's a new like war strategy game coming to Game Pass uh, PC as well. It's at Ages of Empires 2 or... Remastered or something? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's I looked at that date. one. I wasn't too sure whether to put that in, so there's that. Which... So that's just like the old one? Yeah, exactly. They just gave it a complete yeah. read. It looks great from what the trailers... Um, as far as, you know, visuals. So, Sweeney, so get on that one, dude. It's on Game Pass Ultimate. It's still getting played now, isn't it? Like, the old one. You see it on Switches with, like, six, 600, six, like, thousand viewers sometimes. Yeah. And they relaunched so, it on Game Pass a couple months ago, too. So, that probably picked up their yeah. usership also. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give that a look. Nice. A little bit of everything mm-hmm. for everyone. Thanks, Game Pass. You're the best. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do it for this show. Good work, everybody. Props to you all. Let's plug this thing up. Uh, First and foremost, head on over to iTunes. Make sure to rate us. Leave those five-star reviews. Leave a great view, like, or review, like, Maze, J-N-Z. What a name. Um, Yeah, that stuff just helps for exposure, obviously. Uh, Helps us get our numbers up. Just helps everything. Everything, everything, everything. Uh, Discord also, that's where we're all hanging out every day. Links for Discord are in the show notes. If you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money, head on over to patreon.com slash C-A-G podcast. Uh, Like I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Chaotic recently did a Borderlands 3 review, so go check that out. Give it a like. Show some love. Um, And to shout out our top-tier contributor, like I just did, that's chaotic. Thanks, chaotic, and everybody for your support, including you, Sweeney. You guys are great. Um, Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Cheers. <laughs> um, alternatively, if Patreon isn't something you're interested in, maybe merchandise is. We do have a merch shop through Spreadshirt. Links for it are in the show notes. You can get some Cross Atlantic Gaming gear just in time for winter. Get yourself a nice hoodie. Maybe a hat. Not a winter hat, though, I don't think. <laughs> so get yourself a baseball cap and a hoodie. Right? Sounds good. All right, good. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. All right. I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. 
Chocolate, how about you? Chocolate about 80 everywhere. Moose. Uh, Moosenstein, 8314 everywhere. And Sweeney, if the people want to find you, where can they find you? Viva la Sweeney everywhere. All right. Well, Sweeney, thanks for being on the show. It's good having you. We'll definitely uh, have to do this again sometime. Nice one. Appreciate um, the invite, and Definitely come again. All right. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Take care. Later, guys. See you later. Keep those in when you do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, Barry, let's hear your Thanksgiving jokes. Uh, hang on a second. I haven't even typed it up. I have to you reshut my window. You are the worst. I am terrible. Gobble, gobble. All right, I got one for you. What do you call an evil turkey? Uh, oh. I don't know. Poultry geist. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Got him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. That was a good one. And that had a little bit of sprinkling of uh I got one Halloween. one more for say, you, he, Bear. He tied his October yeah. dad jokes into his November dad jokes perfectly <laughs> with that joke. And I got one more for you. What do they what holiday do they celebrate in prison? I don't know. Shanksgiving. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hundred percent. What do you call a turkey on the day after Thanksgiving? Safe. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bob Marley's favorite country? Jamaica? Jam. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a way better answer than Jamaica. Uh, where did the farmer run a steamroller? Why did the farmer run a steamroller over his potato field on Thanksgiving? No idea. To make mashed potatoes. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's you a terrible to joke, mashed potatoes. dude. Oh.